Comics episode 205, uh, sort of back on a weekly schedule. Yeah, I guess so. Better yeah, than usual. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, news to get through, even though it was just uh, just one week. But the biggest being Disney Plus has released since the last time we talked. And we've certainly gone through Disney Plus many a times leading up to this. Uh, we both were on the hook for... Did you do the year as well? I did the month. Okay, you're on the month. I did the year. Uh, it's been just a few days. You know. Yes, man. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are you into? What are your interests? Okay, so here's the problem. Um, I told you this offline where that I had upgraded all my tech, including like my Apple TV. Specifically so, for Disney+. Plus. <sighs> no, dude. So I started watching <laughs> Apple Plus TV shows. So like I haven't even started on the Disney+. Plus, and I know that there were some issues with like crashing and streaming problems. So I've watched nothing. That's surprising. And I paid for it. I thought you'd be all over the Mandalorian. I listen. I will be. G- give give me the weekend. Although I have plans Saturday and Sunday morning, but but I will get in there. I will. All right. Have you watched it? Have you uh, watched? I have not watched The Mandalorian, so I was hoping that you had and would could fill me in on a little bit of the details. But I did watch this uh, expanding the universe. Uh, it's a little twelve minute uh, video that Marvel Studios has put together that teases out all of the Disney Plus. Uh, TV offerings that will be coming uh, to the MCU. And in this, uh, it's kind of slightly behind the scenes of some of those events that they had, um, some of the character interviews, some sneak peeks into the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. We get concept art from the new Hawkeye series where Lucky the Dog is featured. Um, So it's pretty cool. It's definitely worth a watch. And there's a lot of stuff you already know, some stuff you've already seen, but there's enough nuggets of new cool things, some looks at the, the WandaVision show and, and what they have planned for that. Uh, so, you know, that's only like 12 or 13 minutes, definitely worth the watch. And I think that might be all that I've like just straight up watched. I mean, I've definitely browsed through to see what's all there. I will, you know, plenty of times I will fire up the Simpsons. I'm sure they've got all every season in there. I'm sure I'll rewatch a lot of the MCU movies. Uh, I, I feel as if my $70 for the next year is uh well invested. See, okay, so I just – I don't see myself rewatching Marvel movies because I feel like there's such a sucker punch comprehensive viewing. And they're so great. Don't get me wrong. But I don't see myself going back and watching. That's one of the things where I'm like, why? I oftentimes – so at least when, when Endgame was coming out, I did go through and watch like a lot of the older movies, like the first Iron Mans and – all that stuff. I do, if I'm on YouTube TV or something and I see the Winter Soldier on, as it often is, I I will leave it on for a little bit. That's my favorite MCU movie. Uh, so, And then there's, you know, I've already seen, I did purchase the Endgame. I've, I watched it a couple times at home. Um, certain scenes I'll just fire up if I'm doing some work and I don't want to, like, pay attention to, you know, a full-on podcast or I rarely listen to music while I'm working. I might put like a movie on the background sure. and, you know, peek up every once in a while, knowing that it's a movie I've already seen, but I know where the good stuff's coming and I can, you know, put my head up and watch the winter soldier fight scene and on the highway. Uh, so that kind of stuff, I'm sure I'll definitely do that. And there's a lot of, I do very much enjoy the Pixar movies and there's a lot of recent ones that I've, that I've never seen that, that people have, you know, given great reviews to, uh, that I'd love to check out. So, you know, I'll definitely dive in here pretty soon. 
But again, my main point is I want to be a part of the original content. That's where I, I that's where they're going to get me. Yes, that's, where they, that's where they, that's where they've got me. Star Wars stuff, Marvel stuff, you know, chitty chitty bang bang. Let's do this. Of course. By uh, the way, I saw the Joker this weekend. Finally. Ooh. And dark as shit, man. And I, it's one of these things where so I saw it with a buddy of mine who is a filmmaker who wanted to go, and I, 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 I there were so many other things I wanted to see. Besides that, given it, it's old, it's been for like what four weeks, six weeks, more less. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I gotta say, man, it is a well-made flick. Super dark. They don't really, uh, you know, cash in too many of the uh, Gotham City, you know, cheap shot cards. I I thought it was good and very violent, very violent. But I liked it. I did. I think it's. It, is it is it worth being the most successful movie of all time in R-rated times? Mm, debatable. But is it worth being a successful movie? Yes. Is it Oscar worthy? Mm, who am I? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who am I but a lonely Eisner Award voter? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really one of the comics. I mean, <laughs> but, but I, I gotta say, like, you you learn things about how, like, Walking Phoenix lost, like, 15 pounds for this role, and, you know, and there's watch it and talk to me. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. It's on the list. Uh, okay. Diving through so some of the original MCU stuff. So there's just been some follow up news since the last time we talked. Uh, Disney's Loki series is directly linked to Marvel's Doctor Strange sequel. Uh, this is interesting because obviously they've they've mentioned that WandaVision will lead into the multiverse of, multiverse of madness, uh, the, Doc, the Doctor Strange sequel. So I think it's interesting that that Loki will as well. I think it, you know they're they're definitely opening themselves up to touching on these different timelines. You know, it's Loki after they went back in time and he stole the cosmic cube and you know was on his way or whichever one he stole at the time, the scepter I think yeah. he took. Um, right. And, you know right. what happened to him in that timeline. So listen, good kudos for them to uh, to open this all up. And it just makes me want to watch all these shows even more, as we've just said. Yep. I'm with uh, you. The Marvel Hawkeye series was originally planned as a standalone film. Uh, glad that's not happening. Um, and I, d- I did already mention that the concept art shows Pizza Dog will make his MCU debut. Uh, I think that this definitely plays out better as a TV show. Six episodes, eight episodes, whatever they have planned. Um, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't see Hawkeye pulling its own weight as a movie. No, no chance. <laughs> not, not in the okay. way that the character has been done thus far. So a uh, good decision all around. Which not at all. Like he should be done. Yeah. He is, he is not like a quote unquote character. He's a background character. He's not funny. He's, it doesn't like, like, I think th- th- this character deserves, or in fact begs the street level experience, right? Yes. That's where he was really good. That's where he thrives. Yes, with like when he lived in the, in the tenement and the dog and Kate Bishop. And he, the, 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 he showed up in Iron Man 2 or, or not until the Avengers. Mm, I can't remember his first appearance. I think it was Avengers. And what my, my follow-up to that is, was the Fraction Hawkeye out at that point? I, I think it was. I do. Okay. 
Interesting. Also, my takeaway was you going, he. <laughs> okay, so the point is. Uh, but also, before Fraction came along, Hawkeye had some layers beyond what we've got in the movies. True. Um, Star Wars films to go on hiatus after Rise of Skywalker. We just mentioned uh, last show that, you know, potentially getting some overblown with Star Wars stuff. I'm not the biggest fan of them doing movie like the offshoot movies in between like the actual Star Wars movies. I, I feel like they, they kind of overdo it. Um, okay. So I think it deserves a little hiatus. And, and this coming from someone who's not, you know, a lifelong fan. I just feel like the mystique that goes into the Star Wars franchise was the fact that it was, you know, the original films, what was it, 15, 20 years later? And then yeah. what, another like 10 or so years? It like builds up so much to then just be con- continuous movie after movie after movie every year, every year. This story, that story, do a whole thing. Like, just slow down. I mean... I would say uh, I don't like to rush greatness. So I'd like the idea that let's close out this third movie. I, in fact, I, I got today into a conversation with people that know nothing of Star Wars, which to me is like, how do you not know? That's fine. But they were like, so what's the what's the viewing order? How many – how does this – I'm like, okay, they literally have chapter one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine – but I was like, this is the end of the trilogy of the trilogy. That's all you have to know. Yeah. But I support, like, just take a break. Really? Yeah. Because, like, because, like Carrie Fisher's dead. Hans, uh, Hans Solo. His name is Harrison Ford in real life. He's done clearly. So, like, fine. Take Let a break. Marinate. Yes, take five years. It seems like you know, like, see three people's going to die. And I don't like that. But, okay. Let it marinate. Okay. Well, I'm glad we agree. And, and then the bloods of the Ewoks. <laughs> All right. Now on to uh, some bookies. So the okay. number one this week was Undiscovered Country out of Image Comics. This is uh, the writing duo of Scott Snyder and Charles Sule uh, teaming up with artists Giuseppe <laughs> Comancoli and Danielle Orlandini and colorist Matt Wilson. This is Epic Adventure, a brand new ongoing series. Uh, readers will journey to the near future, an unknown nation that was once the United States of America, a land that's become shrouded in mystery after walling itself off from the rest of the world without explanation over 30 years ago. When a team seeking a cure for a global pandemic breaches U.S. borders, they quickly find themselves in a struggle to survive this strange and deadly lost continent. So, you know, that, obviously that's a good overview of what the story was, but, you know, we pick up with a, a cast of characters, uh, off the top of my head, maybe five or six of them uh, that are making this venture. And an oversized issue that does a good job of of going through the timeline of current time of being in in the mission, you know, a couple of weeks beforehand of them learning of the mission, giving us enough background of, you know, a couple of them are are uh, siblings, the doctors, why this why these specific doctors are going, why why this person's going. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of story. Uh, definitely from the oversized issue and a lot of reading that went along with this. Um, I feel like there's a, a big, huge story here that could be cool, but I'm not quite sold just yet. I saw someone, one of the reviewers called it like could be images next walking dead. Okay. So let's, let's, let's walk it back here. Uh, nope. I'm sorry, but the walking thing. So we're in obviously, a dystopian times. Of, of course. 
where there is a virus that's been exposed yes. to 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 the world, mm-hmm. and we don't know the origin just yet. But the United States is like, fuck y'all, we're gonna have this whole like glo- dome or or some sort of like protective access into the states. And people that have not been around the US for some time are like, let's get in there. We've got a signal. Let's see what's up. And that's all we know. Right well, they now. receive a message from, from someone inside that is telling them to come, that they have a cure, blah, blah, blah. But when they get there, it's like, what? Yeah, they have no clue because they've never been. It'd be like, you know, someone going into like North Korea or something that has no idea of the inner workings, what's going on in there. Yeah, and, but there's like, dude, there's been like new species that have been made. Yeah. It's all very, and, weird. yeah, all very it weird. is. It, it, it's very like Mad Maxian. Mm-hmm. If I can make, make that into yes. a, 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 into a term, but, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, we're, overall, I thought it was, it was a decently told tale, but you know, given there are too many comics, that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know where I am on this. Where are you? I, Would you? Like these weird, not not necessarily weird. These like dystopian future stories. Uh, Th- that's a whole genre. Yeah, they don't. They rarely hit with me. Um, I think this. I think there's could be an interesting story here. There's obviously two very good writers doing it. I could see this book taking off. I don't know if it would go off like like The Walking Dead did, but I can see this having a big audience and it going for quite some time. To telling this epic, large, long tale of how the U.S. came to be like this, this group going all the way through and learning all about it, I see it all, all right there. Um, but that's not to say I'm like interested in it. I, I don't know <laughs> if it's just like the you know like oh there's a pandemic and you know it's just the, like can't anything cool ever happen in the future? I, like I don't understand. No, no, no. Yeah, no, so uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep my eye on this and keep my eye on the reviews and and what people are saying as it, as it continues on. Uh, I like I said, I I'm, I'm sure it's gotten good reviews. It, it's great writers. It looks cool. Matt Wilson's one of the best colorists around. Uh, yeah, all well and good. If this is your but type I, of story, I, you're probably fully engulfed. I give lots of credit to you, like with the colorist credits. I'm always like, really good colorists. Good for you. Hey, listen. Good, good, good for good for noticing. They good at coloring a dystopian future. <laughs> Lots of yellows and dark shadows and fire burning in backgrounds and yes. Okay. All right. So for next week, I have in here. I know. I, I mean, I assume that you were going to be purchasing Fallen Angels and reading it. I think you already yes. have. Uh, yes. And then. Additionally, we've got Family Tree number one. This is also out of Image Comics. This is when an eight-year-old girl literally begins to transform into a tree. Her single mom, troubled brother, and possibly insane grandfather embark in a bizarre and heart-wrenching odyssey across the back roads of America in a desperate search for a way to cure her horrifying transformation before it's too late. But the farther they get from home, the more forces threaten to tear the family apart as fanatical cults, mercenaries, and tabloid paparazzi close in, determined to destroy the girl or use her for their own ends. A new genre-defying series written by New York Times bestselling author Jeff Lemire and illustrated by acclaimed artist Phil Hester, Family Tree combines mystery, action, and horror into an epic story about the lengths a mother will go in order to keep her children safe. Okay, we read about this so long ago. Yes. Do you recall? Yes. Like so long ago. So I'm looking forward to seeing this as any yeah. any and hit. Lemire, we've always said, more hits than misses, but oftentimes you can miss. 
Uh, so, you know, I'm always intrigued by something he's putting out. By the way, I've just I've just came up with a new comic book for me and you. And please look this up. There's no way I'm the first person to think of this. It's a comic book about um, a guy or guys who are responsible for killing people and their wives. And it's called Hits and Misses. Anything? There's there's no way that I came up with this by myself. <laughs> there's no way. Are you looking at this now? I mean, I'm trying. There's no way. H-I-T-S and M-R-S. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Hits but if I did... And Mrs. Please say no. Please Comic say no. Mr. and Mrs. X... Hits Put and quote. misses. There's a song by Frank Turner. Who the hell's that? <laughs> <laughs> is that your neighbor? Who the hell's that? Pete Rose once starred in Hits and Misses on Wait, the TLC. Is it spelled, is it spelled how, how I said, though? Yes. Damn. But no comic books. Okay. Well, I feel somewhat defeated, but like, that's clever. There's still a chance. Okay, good. So what else did you uh, did you get to? Oh, let's see here. This week, let me put my tab. Da, da, da. Mostly X stuff, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it has been a generous supply of... So we, did we talk about Excalibur last week? Uh, I can't quite remember. Did we talk about uh, Irredeemable? Mm, no. So this is a Mark Wade book from a few years ago, which basically posits if if Superman just fell off and that's what this book is where he just it's not Superman of course it's a character called Irredeemable destroys all his buddies destroys this I I was Singapore we don't know why but it's great um shoot dude I I, I have no tabs here I need more help uh have you have you been keeping up to date with uh going to the chapel David Peppos uh, no, I have not. Oh, shame on you. Uh, so I was behind. I fully admit, if if he chimes in on listens to the show, uh, but read issue two and three, and I feel, I feel like if I remember correctly, it's going to be four issues. Uh, okay, I, I could be wrong on that, but I, I do think it's like a shorter run. Um, he is so good at like putting together these good stories that are easy to read, blow by. And you don't need to invest like, you know, as if, you know, if I wanted to start reading Undiscovered Country and hang on, I feel like I'm going to have to invest some time in doing so. And even things that I really enjoy, like Gideon Falls, I need to invest my mind. Sure. Like being fully there, something like that. Like going to the chapel, like just pick up and read, blow through two issues, enjoy every second of it. And, uh, you know, looking forward to the next one. So I, I wish there was like a a market where these creators could quickly do just like straight to trades. I realize that the market's like all done up on these single issues and putting out pre-orders and getting the books in. And that's what drives the business. But uh, I feel like he would be great at having these stories and then bam, you can just go buy like a little, a little trade and just read it on through. Um, that would be awesome. Speaking of, okay, so I will not spoil anything. So fallen angels, number one, which you know, we discussed, I've already read it. But I was looking into the reviews of this week, and there was one that was pretty okay, pretty like you know, floral, pretty nice. Okay. Guess who? Guess who wrote it? Newsarama. 
was the publisher. Okay. David Pepos. What? Yeah, that's right. I was like, what the hell? Damn. I know. He's a writer. He's a writer. He's a writer. He's a writer. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> but anyway, that, that, that was kind of just kind of fun to see. Okay. And the other thing I got to was Doctor Doom number two. So I did not, yeah, yeah, I'm very curious about. This. Okay, so I, I did not subscribe to this. Uh, was just going through every new week, Comicsology. I will take the time to go through like the six paginated buttons to see what books came out. I did see Doctor Doom two, and I was interested enough. From that first issue. Um, and if you remember, what I didn't like was it so quickly took him away from the basic life of just being in a world where he could potentially be wrong about what he said was going to happen and sort of just existing and getting whisked away and blah, blah, blah. Well, it didn't take long for him to like bust out of that, you know, spaceship, plane, whatever they had him on, like as he's like handcuffed. Um, so no real spoilers. He gets out of it. He, he's on the run. He's landed down uh, in the city, in New York City, uh, trying to figure things out. So it's back to like being this grounded book of like Doctor Doom and this whole other situation that I've I personally have never seen him in. And, and you know my my knowings of of everything about Doctor Doom is probably weighed down. You know I haven't read too many things with him in it. You know movies where he's been in, cartoons and, and the like. Um, but to see him just on the run, uh, not even having like the mask on at, at certain times is, is interesting to me wandering about and just a hoodie covering himself up. And yeah. It's back down until like a, a street level thing. And I really enjoyed the second issue. Uh, I hope it stays like this. And there were a lot of uh, funny things, a lot of, a lot of things that popped up that made this seem like, you know, those types of books that we've enjoyed, like vision, Hawkeye, all those things that we always mention, um, I hope it stays like this. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised and to uh, to be brought back into that that realm because that's exactly what I wanted out of the first issue. So there's always a chance. Yes, there's always a chance. Hmm. And that's all I got. Well, okay then. Uh, so for the weekly news, uh, DC's writer teases horror fueled DC sequel, uh, The Unkillables. Are we down for this? Like, are we? I know we both enjoyed Deceased. I mean, I mean, I loved it. Yeah, sure. Why not? So, yeah, out of continuity horror spin in the DC universe, it appears as though that that universe is going to keep on growing, and we're going to get uh, some more titles out of this. I'm, I'm like hesitant. What, what I enjoyed about Deceased and uh, Event Leviathan. Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> I can never say it correctly. What uh, is Le- Leviathan is fine. Leviathan. Um, where they, they were like these, you know, singular titles that sort of just existed, cool, unique stories. Um, so I'm hesitant about just like, this was successful and good and let's just like blow it up into this whole thing. Now there's a whole multiverse of, you know, zombie characters running about, uh, but I'll check it out. I, I like to see enough, but hesitant. Well, I mean, there's like so much you can do with this. Like, I feel like, you know, we had our taste of like, what would happen if, Characters in DC, which again, you and I are not huge DC people. What would happen if they get just like ripped apart by you know, a zombie apocalypse kind of thing? Do we need more? Eh. That's, that, 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 that's, that's, that's where it's like debatable ish, unless it's told very solidly, I guess. We're going to find out. 
But also, like, I mean, here's the thing. Right now, we've got going. Well, Event is o- is over. Deceased. There's one more. What's the third one that we like? Uh, White Knight. They like so. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, where, where, like, <laughs> how serious can I can I be in this? That where are the stakes? Just enjoy them for what they are. I think there needs yep. to be more singular stories like this. But where are the stakes? I'm so. I don't need. I don't, I don't need the stakes. What if I told you there was no stakes and you were starving? <laughs> that, see, that would be bad. See, if I had see, stakes, see, I would put see, salt on them see, though. See, see. <laughs> <laughs> and sad so jokes are cool. So I got it, buddy. Okay, fine, fine. Uh, well, I mean, as as someone we we talk about X Men a lot. If I had a awesome standalone X Men book that. But you, know. you don't. Yeah, that's what I mean. I would be all into it, and I wouldn't care about the stakes of whatever Hickman has going on. And I would be welcomed, welcomed into that. Would you put salt on those? Uh, I would, because they make mistakes. Taste great. <laughs> uh, Dr. Tomorrow, Valiant's newest superhero, arrives in February 2020. I threw this in here just because I've said it many times that I would love to be into Valiant uh, more than what I am. Um, but I just think it's cool that they're putting out some pub to welcome a complete new hero, Dr. Tomorrow. Um, and not just sitting back on, you know, and, you know, relaunching all the titles that they typically do, uh, bloodshot where they have quantum and Woody. Um, what's the, uh, story of Dr. Tomorrow? Uh, well, details are scarce. The opening sequel for, for issue number one was released, which introduced Dr. Tomorrow's nemesis, Hadrian, and features many beloved characters from the larger Valiant universe. Uh, the teenage hothead and star athlete Bart Sims will come face to face with the Valiant's universe greatest hero himself. Okay. So yeah, cool. February 19th, 2020. Cool. And then lastly, Tom King teases unannounced Watchmen project. So this Batman scribe, Tom King is seemingly teasing an unannounced project and has something to do with Watchmen and a post to Twitter. DC comics shared a photo of 11 of the 12 issues of Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons original Watchmen comic book. Issue number seven is conspicuously absent Accompanying the image is a caption that reads, Research for a Thing. At this time, it's unclear exactly what King's latest foray in the Watchmen universe will be. However, there's a sizable breadth of possibilities, obviously. Um, so he's working on his next thing, and I would be, I'm fully into Watchmen at the moment. Just read the books, loving the TV show still. The TV, TV show is so good. Yeah, Are you current? It's, it's, it's amazing. Current? I am current, yes. Jesus. Uh, so yes, give me more of this and give me Tom King doing anything Watchmen related. I will be there. Right. Well, that, so it's all positive. Yeah. Watchmen is, is great. I was telling mutual friend of ours who, uh, perhaps maybe still listens to the show. Maybe doesn't, uh, got a lot of things going. I said, Watchmen's the best thing going at the moment. And he said, you think heard it was bad. I said, you what? Listen, I said, you who listen, the fuck said it was bad? I said, you listening to the wrong people. And he said, oh, the internet, is a, which is another inside joke. And I said, then you're reading the wrong sites. Because everywhere I read, they love it. Yes. Um, and AV Club's giving it consistent A's. It's fantastic. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. So you should be watching The Watchmen. But fuck you, Darren. Not Darren, but yes. Our tooch. <laughs> All right, and with that, uh, listen, we'll be back next week. We'll talk some Family Tree. You'll tell me about Fallen Angels, and maybe we'll discuss Episode 5 of Watchmen. Here we go. Hit us up at TooManyComics.com and uh, find us online. I've been reading too many comics.